I'm so excited to be here with y'all. I'm just an everyday average lady who can communicate with the spirit world who struggles with the everyday ins and outs of being a human. I'm always trying to evolve, grow, and awaken in new situations and to upgrade this human experience. Hey guys, welcome to The Portal with Terry Huberman. I'm Terry Huberman and today's guest, I'm so excited to bring you guys today's guest. I have a very personal connection with today's guest. So those of you who are watching this on YouTube, you can see Darren Davis, but those of you who are listening, <laughs> you will soon hear Darren Davis. Darren Davis is the president of Tidal Wave Comics and uh, it's actually a pretty big comic book company and graphic novel company and and all of the things and I'm really excited to have him and honored to have him here because we're going to chat with him and learn all about you know what makes him so him right <laughs> and like the comic books and and all of the success stories and all of that because you know we are all about going through the portal here with getting bigger and better and embracing ourselves. That's right, Darren, like portaling. <laughs> so um, I do not, as you guys know, I do not have a, an applause button here. So I do my own cheesy applause. So ladies and gentlemen, everybody, boys and girls, I'd like to introduce you, Darren Davis of Tidal Wave. <laughs> Don't do that to me, Darren. I'm screwing with the people that can only hear us. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Hey, I want to thank you for having me on. Super excited about this. Oh, so this is how it's gonna go. I see. Okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so Darren and I met. I was his intern way back in the day, and uh, so Darren's had a really long, um, very vibrant life in media. And I was his intern at, it was what, what was it? Sci-Fi Channel and USA Networks or something? It was USA Networks, remember. which was the Sci-Fi Channel and the USA Network. So. Okay. Yeah, I don't even remember. It feels like lifetimes ago. That's all I can like say. Four lifetimes ago, at least. <laughs> I don't even, yeah. I know, it's like we have so many past lives in this one life. It's like, it's totally crazy. But, you know, Darren was actually one of my first bosses, I guess you can say, in like my professional life. And um, I do know that I have learned a lot from Darren, a lot, a lot, a lot. So um, <laughs> he's rolling his eyes for those. <laughs> so Darren, tell us, a, tell us about your company and like what you do and how far you've come. And like, I just, you know, just, I just, I do, I want to share you with everybody. So I was a kid who grew up in the San Fernando Valley, kind of right out on the outskirts. And I watched the Muppet movie being filmed. I saw Charlie's Angels. I saw like Duke the Hazard's car drive by. And so I was fascinated by the entertainment industry and I always loved it. And so all my life, that's kind of always what I wanted to do. And I really didn't want to be in front of the camera. I wanted to be behind the scenes. So I went to college for radio, TV, film and um, ended up getting a job at entertainment television. Worked there for uh, six years, super great ended up leaving to go to USA Networks where we met That's and right. I worked there I'd say for a year and a half and we can talk about that later that's a, that's a therapy group rather than <laughs> a group of, part of our trauma <laughs> yeah that's trauma Ugh, God. that was okay. probably one of the worst jobs I ever had so oh. 
So yeah, this is not a democracy. This is a hierarchy. If you don't like it, you can leave. <laughs> I actually have written that. That was actually said by our ex-boss. And but I you, actually have written that. You never told me that. So uh, you oh. being my boss, you never told me that. Like you were a great boss. So oh, like, you. yeah, you know. I, we just played all the <laughs> No, we did. We totally did. Let's go to Arby's for lunch. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And I just, yeah, that was, I actually wrote that because she actually said those words and I've actually written those into a comic book. Oh, that's so, so great. Oh my God. I guess, I don't know if she wants to come after me, go for it. Um, <laughs> ended up leaving there and going to Lionsgate and uh, worked at Lionsgate for about two to three years. And then they just weren't paying me enough and DC Comics came actually, ironically, Marvel Comics came knocking on my door. Nice. And they said, hey, we have a job for you. Do you want it? And then all of a sudden, weirdly enough about Marvel Comics is they ended up filing Chapter 11. And which Marvel. is not even know. Yeah. yeah. Back in, it was like 97, 98. Wow. Um, yeah, they filed for bankruptcy, which I was like, okay. Um, <laughs> so my they, they held they basically held all positions, so I couldn't get the job there. And so somebody knew that I was looking for a job, DC Comics was looking for somebody and I ended up getting a job through them. And I worked there for about like three years, um, loved it, thought it was great. Uh, then they were going through some internal changes, didn't know what to do with me. They wanted me to edit Star Trek books. And I was like, I'm not an editor, I'm not a comic book editor, nor do I wanna be, and I don't wanna to move to San Diego. And I think I was living there, right above you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we also practically <laughs> lived together too. Yeah, we lived basically <laughs> together. And um, so then I ended up, as I said, quitting DC, or they ended up letting me go, which was totally fine. And I became an artist rep, getting people jobs in comic books that, um, that were like video game packaging or toy design and this type of stuff. And I became like the it person for all comic book people. And it was like super surreal because people that I, because I collected comic books, as you guys can tell, um, but I was never really, I never wanted to work in comic books. So it was just not part of my journey at that point. And so um, I ended up becoming this artist rep doing all this fun stuff. And then I thought, oh, I'm gonna create my own comic book. I'm gonna try to do this, I'm gonna try to do this. And I knew it was kind of hot at the time and it was not hot at the time. And so I created a comic called The 10th Muse, which is actually November 12th, 6th, 10th or whatever, will be its 20th anniversary of being- Oh my God, already? <laughs> no, are why are you saying that number? I don't know. And so it became the sixth highest selling comic book. It did wow. really well. Uh, it was published through Image Comics. Uh, super fun time. Great, 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 great. And we were basically Tidal Wave Comics at that point when I actually launched Tidal Wave Comics. Mm -hmm. And then as the journey went on, I ended up leaving my publisher, went to start self-publishing. And so I changed the name to Blue Water. And then... We got super burnt out of comic books. And then we got um, we got a TV show deal. It was just all this weird stuff. I ended up getting a TV show deal. So we had to change the name from Blue Water to Tidal Wave and uh, back to Tidal Wave. And so we ended up doing that. And 20 years later, still here publishing yeah. books and 
So, and I can do it from wherever I'm at now. So I don't have to really be upstairs from you anymore. <laughs> I'm, in, I'm in Portland, Oregon, where you can see all the looting and people shooting. Yeah. Super looting bad. and shooting, you know, it was like that in LA. So same, same. LA, yeah, totally. Portland, yeah. same, same. Oh my but God. Portland's on fire right now, which it's not. Oh, so. yeah. Ooh, yeah. So, I mean, that sounds like a real journey. Now, I know that you're not the biggest believer in divine you know, guidance or timing or anything like that, which is actually really, really great. But do you, I mean, are you able to see how you were kind of led in this way or do you still just, you're just like, nah, whatever? No, I do. I actually think everything happens for a reason. I do believe you treat people well. Yeah. You'll get, you get treated well in return in a sense, but you don't do it for that. Um, I lived with a narcissistic mother who, you know, you would think, the ultimate karma kept happening. She kept losing things and losing things. Um, and she was probably the most ultimate believer of everything. She did Kabbalah. She did, you know, Marianne Williams. She did all these. Um, then she is part of the Kawad now, or was, she passed away in July. So it's just so weird to see her journey compared to my journey and how things yeah. sort of fit. And I think there's lessons I need to learn to get to a next plane or level. And even with relationships, it was the same thing. It was, I saw, I, I'm married now. Um, yay. Yay, and I love your husband. I love oh, him. boy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, fuck that. He's great. Um, but I saw my, you know, my relationships were always like, I'm a, I, I'm, a, I'm, I'm a fixer, I'm a fixer, I'm a fixer. And then now I'm with somebody who, kind of is a fixer and so we both cancel each other out we don't fix each other we just really like each other and love each other and so it's sort of that journey if I wasn't on that I probably would never this is gonna be an Oprah moment I'm gonna cry (laughs) I can handle it and Uh, everybody yeah I wouldn't have met him and and then get me back to thinking because I overthink things is that well, what if I didn't go to that one bar that night? Would I have met him? How would I have, you know, what would my life have been now? And especially in this hellhole world of COVID. (laughs) 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 A whole world of COVID. It's like the hell mouth. It is the hell mouth. (laughs) When we used to watch Buffy. Yeah, we were Buffy, yeah. It is the hell mouth, so. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Well, I mean, that's, Okay. So you went above and beyond what I was thinking. And I love that story. And like, to me, it's kind of like, you know, we all have soul contracts and we fulfill them. And even people that we travel together with in lifetimes were like soul travelers. Right. And so like, I hear your story and what's really interesting to me is like your fascination with superheroes. Like you've always loved superheroes. Yeah. Right. So like, I think it's, what is it or what do you why do you think what yeah like what is it about superheroes that you're just so drawn to that get it drawn to oh I just got that I channeled that shit ironically right here that you guys can kind of see those are my first toys as a kid oh wow called Mego figures uh 70s they're super cute and whatever and so I was given those as a kid um but then I remember I was just such a reluctant reader mm-hmm. and 
my parents, I couldn't, I was just such a bad reader. So my parents threw a comic book in front of me and I gravitated towards that medium. And so I think that plus the fantasticness of superheroes and I was a Saturday morning cartoon kid. So I gravitate to the super friends and they were fun and bright and colorful and fun. And, and so I, I think that's my fascination with them. Mm-hmm. Um, did I ever think I'd ever work in comic books? Not at all, but I do feel like I, I get the best of both worlds. I get what I used to collect, which is comic books. And I get to work kind of in the entertainment industry because right. um, I do have ad- managers and agents that are trying to do TV shows and movie deals for me based off my properties that I'm creating. And so I do feel like I can get best of both worlds. And now I never thought I would leave LA. And I always thought like, I'm this LA person. I'm, you know, I was wearing Prada and fun. <laughs> and now I'm wearing fleece. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> uh, like, like a lumberjack. I'm kidding. I'm like no. lumberjack. Yeah. You know, professional <laughs> project but um, yeah. so it was, yeah so my journey from that is even like changed and my persona changed um so I I I mean ever ever since I've known you it was always superhero stuff and I I actually just learned something about you because I didn't realize it was the colors and just like kind of the boldness I actually thought it was because of their superpowers that you like no, look at that. I, I'll show every, like, you'll see my ring light, everybody, but you can see like up there, like yeah. these are just such, these are my favorite things. I've had them probably for 15 years, these images, and they bring me joy. They bring, every time I come into my office, I look at this and I'm like, oh, bright, fun. I don't look at like, oh, that's Batgirl, who I love the most. So, um, but yeah, these bright, it's just super vibrant. Right. So. Well, you're a very visual person. So for you, those frequencies are like really important. So let me ask you this. So do you ever find yourself like when you're feeling down or you're not feeling good or whatever, like you go into your office and it changes your state of being because you love the the superhero stuff so much or? Yes, or really? no. I think it's, it's, it's taken me, it's taken me time to get comfortable with myself. Mm-hmm. to get to a place where I can come into my office and not be super stressed out thinking, oh my God, I have to go do an email or I have right. to do something like that. So yeah, now I come in here and, or if I bring somebody in here and show them, I see the excitement on their face too. Because yeah. it is pretty, I mean, like- just It's nice looking. Yeah. There's like, there's like Batgirl figures everywhere. Yeah. So it's, it's there's cool. a lot. There's like at least probably- a lot of Batgirl figures. <laughs> Let's just run it that way. But, okay. but it's only in one room in my house. So, um, but it did take me a long time to also, because I would get slammed in the media and all that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. And I used to take all that stuff personally. And so when you take that stuff personally, your job becomes, it literally became a prison. And, and I care what people thought at that point. Yeah. And if you're slamming my company, you're slamming me. And I had right. to separate myself from the company. Um, you mean like emotionally or physically? Emotionally, emotionally. and physically. I would physically. come in here and I'd get depressed oh, or shit. it's because it's work. And, but, and then I went through a horrible breakup where he worked with my company and basically destroyed it. So it was like really hard to get excited again. And I think within the last since I even met Daniel, Daniel's brought like a couple, Daniel's my husband, uh, 
who um, really has brought lots of joy and makes me joyful of all of this. Yeah. So, so okay. So, so you've actually, I didn't know all of that about, um, you know, about people putting your company down and putting you down and all of that. So, I mean, I can see how that would completely and totally in, in a way wreck you. I mean, I don't know how else to, to describe that, but like, like kind of wreck you. They say that um, there's no bad press, <laughs> but there's bad Yeah, I thought I, I learned that in school. All press is good press. That's not true. That is so, so not true. You know, there's um, some, I, I, sometimes it is okay, but when it actually like, they start attacking you and start like going after your personality and your person and then calling you a crook and a bottom feeder and all this type of stuff. Yeah, it's kind of hurtful. And yeah. you have to take some of that serious and then when they, um, when like news organizations, like we did a Justin Bieber graphic novel, like 10 years ago or whatever it was. Mm -hmm. And um, news reporters were saying that Justin Bieber was suing me. And it was really this one company that just kind of reported it. And it was a shoelace company that worked with Justin Bieber stuff. And we were, Justin Bieber knew about our comic book. He, they were fine with it. It wasn't a problem, but it ended up hurting the sales for the book to the point where it wow. almost destroyed my company because we put so much into him at that point because it was such a big book. So, so yeah, bad press. And these are big organizations at the time, like Yahoo News and MSNBC and all this stuff, or MSN or whatever it is. Um, they were reporting not, it would have taken one phone call to go, hey, no, Justin Bieber and Lady Gaga are not suing me, so. <laughs> But now I look at it, I look at bad press. Sometimes I, I, I'm kind of a number to it. We just did a Justin Trudeau comic book mm -hmm. and I did not know this. Canadians, please, if you're Canadian and you're listening to this, I don't understand. There are people that hate him and it's so polarizing in Canada, just as it is here in the United States with Trump, people either like him or despise him. And so when we did this comic book on Justin Trudeau, I put it on Twitter and it got, it got actually a lot of press. And then it got onto Twitter and then tens of thousands, tens of thousands of people were calling me the war. I was called a Nazi and I'm Jewish. I'm like, you call a Nazi? I was called, you know, it's, it was just literally the worst. And, I, and so with those, I kind of had fun with it with a glass of wine and a couple friends and Twitter. <laughs> and I was like, boop, 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 with the wine and yeah. responding. And that ended up helping the sales to the book. So, okay. So that worked. Well, I mean, right now you're doing also a lot of political books in the U S right. Yes. So how's yeah. that working out for you? Because that's gotta be a shit show. Well, people think we do, we do biographies on everybody from like, you know, Hillary Clinton, Donald Trump. We have Pete Buttigieg, uh, Kamala Harris comes out in October. Mm -hmm. uh, Pete Buttigieg came out years ago. <laughs> Kidding. Uh, but I'm oh, no. <laughs> But yeah, so we've always done, yeah, like like I have this one, it's on the wall, Hillary Clinton. Mm -hmm. and she signed it. So she signed it nice. Yeah. But we do, but we do these biographies so um, middle of the road. And so they're unbiased. Yeah. So, the last election, it was heavy with the Republicans. So we did people like Jeb Bush and Rand, Rand Paul and Donald Trump and that type of stuff. And this time it's heavy on the Democratic side. So people 
for some reason think we're more swayed this time. Yeah. And so we get called out for not being bipartisan and, but we totally are. Yeah. And it's, it's, if I'm going to do a Trump comic book, I'm going to do it real and you yeah. know what real facts are. And if we do Joe Biden, we're going to do the same thing. So, yeah. Well, see, that's the thing about the physical reality in the third dimension is that it is all about polarity. And the problem is humans. That's the problem. It's the ego. And people have to fight to be right. And they don't believe that there's more than one truth because that is the reality. There is more than one truth because your truth is yours my truth is mine. You know, it's like, how are we seeing things through the lens? But that is, that's the, the beauty. I'm being very sarcastic and facetious about is this. Yeah. And that exactly. Because everybody can now say what they want to say without any repercussions and, and places like Twitter and Instagram are basically, and I use them, they're narcissistic tools. Well, we have to, when you're, when you have a business, you have to, I would rather not, but I have to. And I do. And you know, like Facebook, I think is a little more real because it's more conversational. Mm. But with, like the way I use Instagram and Facebook is I post an image, post something, yeah. and bam, I, I don't look at the millions of mean comments and that type of stuff. Yeah. And one of the people that I'm actually working with now, I weirdly enough, is Stormy Daniels. Okay. And, um, you know, I learned a lot from her with Twitter. And, you know, she responds to a lot of people on Twitter that are horrible. Not nice. And that woman has the thickest skin and one of the nicest people and she's somebody that we can maybe get on your show because she's totally into the paranormal oh really let's get her yeah just a show call or she has a a website and she's doing some tv thing called uh spooky babes and literally it's super i love it she goes into haunted houses she does all that type of stuff and it's so and she teams up with all these paranormal people and that type of stuff so i'll I'll introduce you. That'd be awesome. That'd be mm-hmm. awesome. So, so let me ask you, and thank you, by the way, I don't mean to just like gloss over that, like, and dismiss it. Sorry. <laughs> but I appreciate that. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Please be easy to find. Please be easy to find. But Stormy Daniels Space Force is coming out next week. Nice. Is that the one, Don? I, I was looking at your Instagram feed, like, like 20 minutes before we went on here. Is that the one where Donald Trump actually, um, he, he said, follow Space Force or something on Twitter, like today yeah. or something? Uh, yeah. Is this, is this the comic book? Yeah, this is a fiction one. Okay. So Space Force is a real thing that Donald Trump is trying to push through. Or ah, through. so that's why he tweeted. Okay. It's, it's yeah. basically like the Air Force, but for space. Yeah. So, <laughs> See, that's the thing about imagination. Right. So right? we took it one step further. You know, we yeah. took Stormy Daniels, who knew Donald Trump and did Space Force. That's awesome. That's so cool. <laughs> so how, like, okay, if you were, because you are, you have and you are, you still um, have to deal with, I don't know if you want to call them bullies or assholes, jerks, not nice people, trolls, whatever. Like, what do you do? What is your tool? What is your technique to just kind of go like, "Mm," and like not take it personal or, I mean, you've had a lot of experience doing that. So like to save your person, to take care of yourself as self-care, what do you do? How do you? I I have support. (laughs) I have. Yeah. Have, yeah, I have support. I have yeah. therapists. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have a psychiatrist and a therapist. Nice. And a husband. Yeah. And, yeah, and all of them and friends. Yeah. And um, 
I do have a good support mechanism for it. But yeah, if somebody writes something nasty, I kind of gravitate towards that mm-hmm. um, more than the positive comments that come out that, oh, this is so great, this is this. But then, yeah, I still have that. I yeah. still have that negativeness. Because it was decades of getting beaten up. And yeah. I do, I will give myself this. I do think I have done different things in comic books than a lot of people have done. And I've changed the medium a little bit and I've made it my own stamp doing comic books on like Barbara Walters. Who would ever do a comic book on Barbara Walters? <laughs> right, exactly. I knew that this comic book would get me on the view. So yeah. Barbara Walters comic book. Yeah. And we've done Gloria Steinem. We do female force. We do all those type of things. Mm-hmm. And once I changed what I was doing from like, I would say I was doing 50% fiction, 50% nonfiction. Mm-hmm. The the nonfiction would get me on CNN and Vanity Fair and yeah. all the Fox News and all the stuff. But nobody was caring about my, my fiction books. The nonfiction books were the ones that you know, people saw me on TV and they were like, well, he doesn't deserve it. He's a this. And they were like, and I was breaking, I was getting more press at some points with more than Marvel and DC were getting. It's amazing. So. Yeah, that's, that, that's super important. I mean, that's, that's really, I mean, how we think and how we feel and how we act is what creates our reality. So when you're being like, you're being beaten and all that, especially from such a young age, that's what you learn. So it's hard to actually unlearn that stuff. And I'm always telling people, you can't just talk about stuff. You actually have to do things. And by doing things, taking action, that's what breaks up the energetic um, like attachment to things. So you didn't just talk about creating comic books. You actually did it. And then you went one step further was you got into your authenticity. That's what I'm hearing you say. You did things your own way. And I think a lot of people are afraid to be in their own authenticity and to do things their way because they're so worried about what other people think. I think that, you know, I just as I was your boss and you say you learned from me. Yeah. I also have people that I, you know, like when I worked at Entertainment Television, E.B. Moss, who I don't know if you know. I don't. Um, I'm sorry. Oh, she's a, no, oh, that's right. Should she I know him? I know no, now. You didn't work at E. You worked at USA. Um, yeah, yeah. People like E.B. Moss, people like Christine Schiller, you know, uh, these people really formed me at a, because I was a very green person when I first got into the industry. And I learned literally just, at least from working from E, I learned the power of celebrity. And also my obsession with celebrity as a kid you know, seeing all these things being filmed in my hometown. Plus, like, I, I think I had every TV guide for like seven years. Um, wow. Collected, yeah. Um, I think that's why I gravitated towards more of the biological, uh, the biographical things, because mm-hmm. it made it more fun for me. And then it even gets cooler when we get to work with a celebrity, like a yeah. Carrie Fisher or Ellen DeGeneres. Um, and that makes it, Olivia Newton-John too. It makes it more fun and authentic yeah for me to do that and so yeah I love yeah I mean when I'm working with people I'm always telling them that their gifts are their authenticity or I should say like when they get into their authenticity that's when they're able to give their gifts because even though we're all conditioned to be the same the same is boring and usually what draws you to someone else is their uniqueness or their quirkiness or whatever I mean did you ever think video game players would be making millions of dollars, Darren? 
that's not your traditional job of a lawyer or, you know, a doctor. You mean like when people are on Twitch go like showing you? Yeah. I don't, yeah. Good you luck. know, but that's what I'm talking about. Like your own authenticity and like, you know, everything is breaking down, right? We're in the hell mouth right now. We're totally regenerating. And, and I'm telling my clients, they don't have to do what they were told they have to do. It's such a, it's, it's really hard to betray yourself like that you know, because we're taught how to be a certain way. And then all of a sudden we have to break that habit of being ourselves and we're betraying who we are. It's, and it's really hard and we do need support. We do like, oh my God, we need support. So, I mean, that, that's awesome that you're, that you're able to, to do all of that. Now, um, do you, now I, <laughs> I remember, if I remember correctly, when you came up with the 10th news, um, didn't you, <laughs> didn't you like, didn't you form one of them off of like, the Xanadu? Xanadu? like that's like the 10th muse because there were only nine right. muses in Xanadu, right? And this is like the 10th one. Wait, everybody. I have something to show you all. Oh, <laughs> wait, hold on. Let's see if I can find it. I know it was in the first four issues. Oh, wait, this is only number one. You guys, Terry's in one of the- Oh no! Oh no! Oh no, I forgot about this. I love that. Oh no. Find it, yeah. Oh, I forgot. I forgot that you put me in a comic book. And you're so mad. I remember because you gave me a double chin. I mean, just because it's in real life, it doesn't mean it has to be in a comic book for fuck's sake. I totally forgot about that. Oh, yeah. I just forgot about that too because that didn't was 20 you... years ago. Yeah. That was 20 years ago. Wasn't that because I was doing my hypnosis and hypnotherapy right. and all that? Yeah. So, oh my yeah, God. It's so funny. So I, yeah, I ended up forming a company with my friend Adam and we came up with this, uh, what's it called? Like, and then we had to come up with concepts because we were working with Sable from the WWE at the time. And so I had to come up with concepts and we were trying to figure this out and I was trying to figure stuff out. And then I watched Xanadu, which is like one of my favorite movies of all time. It's still one of the best movies. It, really it is. is super great. Yeah. <laughs> we, can, we can talk about Xanadu like instead the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to break uh, out in song soon. Watch out. <laughs> um, so I ended up watching it and it's about greek mythology modern day it's it's modern day greek mythology it's it's the nine muses of zeus and so what i thought of is like oh, wait what if there was one hidden and it's the 10th muse dun, the dun, dun. martial arts and so yeah this book ended up like becoming the sixth highest selling comic book That's crazy. it broke records um it did super well and so i've been like literally doing this for 20 years so and especially with her you know and then we went with Cindy Margolis and uh different photo models and but there'll always be a 10th muse and we still have 10th muse coming out on 20 years to the day which I think is like on the 10th it is I can't, wow. can't remember when it is but then we have another comic book coming out on 10th muse <clears throat> that's I mean <clears throat> so like muses were your muse don't you see muses were my muse <laughs> Because just that's the irony of it. Oh my gosh, that's so awesome. Um, gosh, this was like so fantastic learning. I didn't know a lot of this stuff. Um, so I actually found this to be um, really educational. As you well. had more stuff upstairs that was different. Well, yeah. that was that, that's I wasn't doing this like doing comic books. I'm kidding. <laughs>
<laughs> but didn't you, I mean, you used to make fun of me when I would do all my hypnosis stuff. Cause I, I play these meditations at night. I don't we do it any, okay. well, I use earbuds now. I don't. Okay. She, okay. FYI, she did not use earbuds. She had like a tape recorder huh? and all of a sudden I'd hear like, Oh, relax your mind. Oh, relax your mind. Because there's no central air in that place. So <laughs> she had the window open or I could hear through the floor. So she heard things through the floor too. <laughs> yeah, but see, that that tells you that even 20 years ago, I was into meditation. So like, at least I practice what I preach, you know? <laughs> That's right. That's right. Okay, Darren, I've never read for you, right? No. I don't think I have. No, you so, tried to hypnotize me once. Yeah, that didn't twice. go well. Twice. Twice. It did not. I went on stage once. Right, when I was doing the show. Yeah. I faked that one. Yeah, I know. I know you faked <laughs> that one. I'm no, excited. but then you did, you did a, you did, God, I'm just remembering this now. You did a, what is it called when you look at my past? Like a past life regression. You did a past life regression. Yeah. Yeah, that didn't go very well. Like you got really freaked out. I can't out. remember. I think I was like a World War II. I don't even know. I was I, like, so I'm like, yeah. I remember you getting really freaked out, but like in terms of like a card reading, like a no, card or psychic no, reading, no, I've never no, done no. that. Okay. So, um, yeah. So have you ever had one? You've had psychic readings before though. Yeah. Yeah. I've okay. had psychic readings before. Okay. And so you, they, yeah, they pretty much, some, there's this one I went to, her name's Sherry Mancuso. Um, she worked on OJ. She's like, she's still around to this day. Um, my mom was really big into her. And so I remember I was dating some guy at the time and it was David or Satan. And, and she got his initials. Oh, she said that, no, she said that I would end up with somebody with the letter J. And then, so then I started dating oh. Justin and then I started dating J Jason. And I'm like, <laughs> and so I'm like, so I'm like, was always looking for that. And then, yeah, she even like, yeah, because I didn't mention about my HIV status. I'm positive, never had a problem or anything like that. And she even mentioned that. And I get that she might have known my mom, but I, I don't think my mom would have mentioned that. So yeah, yeah. So, well, yeah, so you, you're pretty on track. Yeah. Yeah. You actually said something really important mm -hmm. when you were like, you were looking for J's for like guys with J's. Was Did you uh -huh. actually, would you only date men that had the J in their name or no? Okay, good. Thank I God. I men with the D. Okay. <laughs> But see, that's that's a problem that people have when they go see psychics is that they get married and they stick to what a psychic says. And here's the thing, when we're doing these readings, we're interpreting information from energy frequencies. And then if we're talking to a spirit, we're talking to the spirit. But the thing is, is like being a human being, our filter is interpretation, which means we can easily be wrong. So I'm always setting up people with saying, when I read to them, I'm like, I could totally be wrong. I'm not lying to you, but mm -hmm. I could totally be wrong. Now there are liars out there. So there are people who will bullshit and lie, but you know, really the best way to receive the information is kind of like a metaphor or a, as long as the information does uh, resonate and right you know so I'm always like I I literally have a session preparation video that I send people so that they can have you know the best experience because again you know as a human we are not perfect we are not all-knowing and and if someone is let me just tell you they are looking your shit up if they're if they're too right too much of the time 
they're bullshitting you. They looked up your stuff, you know. So. Back then, you can't look up, like, back, back then. Back then, right. <laughs> back then, can you believe you just said that? Why are in you so In the late 90s, you did have to <laughs> You had like a... <laughs> and then you get so bored waiting for the AOL to pop up. It would take <laughs> hours <laughs> sometimes. Oh, God. Now, oh, yeah, I, now it'd be easy for people to find stuff out. Yeah, stuff. it really is. Thank you. All that stuff, it's like pretty. Yeah. But my life is pretty out there. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. And as a psychic, to me, it's no fun. Like it is fun to do like spiritual CSI. That's what I call it. So, all right. So I'm going to, I'm going to do a reading for you. Um, so again, you know, just receive the information as best as you can. Um, don't be married to exactly what I say. Yes, I can totally be wrong. Absolutely. Cause I'm interpreting. Um, so do you have a question or is there something that you want me to look into for you or 21? Fuck what's 21. Yeah. What is there? Yeah. Is there going to be a solid or outcome? is there going to be, is there going to be calmness? Yeah. So literally, I mean, just so everybody like, I don't hide from this stuff. It's that yeah. my mom passed away in uh, whatever, July. My brother was diagnosed with uh, glioblastoma. My husband lost his brother in December. My, bro my, my husband lost his other brother Thursday. So it's been his mother got into a car accident and totaled her car. <laughs> it's so much trauma and yeah. tragedy. Mm -hmm. And the best thing with Daniel, and I'll just give him a shout out here, is that stronger, he is a strong mofo. And he's very, and I think he, because I'm very spastic and this and this and this, and that's where I think we complement each other because he's very, he's fun, probably one of the most fun people to be around, but he's logical. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I'm like, ah, I'm like, <laughs> and he's like, yeah so and he yeah. lets me just be that way and doesn't try to stop me or try to control me or anything like that so yeah that's wonderful yeah so yeah, we well you're also a cancer so you're very like yes. emotional yeah yeah and we only got married uh a year and a half a year and like six, 16 months ago so mm -hmm. yeah but but you guys have known each other for a very long time and when i say that it's like past life stuff for sure yeah i feel like except his ex-wife wouldn't want to hear that but um <laughs> She doesn't need to know. She's blocked, so she can't listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. Yeah. Um, okay. So let's look into like what what's up for you in 2021, just generally speaking. How does that sound? That sounds good. Yeah. Um, I do feel just generally speaking that like springtime for most people, like they'll feel more social. So like socially, I feel like, and, and you're a social, I know this about you. You're very socially social. <laughs> so it'll be easier for you to be, be social come springtime, like mid to, um, mid to late spring. So, okay. And I would love, and I would love to know if Trump's going to win. <laughs> <laughs> You know, um, here's, okay, so this is what I want to say between now and then, just in regards, like, it is like literally like this. Yes, and, the, and the reason is, is for people to calm the fuck down. So energetically, all of us individually, and then also on a collective level is to get us into our own authenticity. You and I were talking about authenticity earlier. The majority of people 
are not getting into their authenticity. They're more about like, you know, going with conditions, going with society, going with the, with the crowds. So the reason why it's like this tennis ball, it's literally like a tennis ball game between now and, um, you know, when the election results are right up until the very last minute. So, I mean, I do, I, Look, I have predicted Trump winning. Maybe right now, no. And could I be wrong? Absolutely. But I can tell you, like, the, this bounce back. The one good thing is, is that I'm not scared of COVID anymore, and I actually want it. Because he said that it's okay. And so I want it now. Well, you don't have to go and get it. <laughs> why not? If, if, if you can't do it, why can't I? <laughs> This should be vodka. <laughs> Dripping sarcasm, just saying, no, no. But like, it's it's really to teach us what is our own truth because there's so much misinformation out there. There are, you know, like conspiracy theories. Nobody knows anything anymore. So it's like energetically, we are being squeezed, pushed, shoved into our each of our own individual truths. So that's where we lie. So that's what's happening. So I mean... As of this conversation, like, you know, I feel like Trump is going to win. Um, we'll see I, what I actually happens. For Kanye. Oh, there you go. Well, people will get pissed off at that, too, because he's Republican. You know, it's like, but then again, we're living in this duality, you know, so it's like <laughs> nobody, <laughs> nobody can accept anybody's opinion anyways anymore. Like, you, there's not even such a thing as agree to disagree. So I'm like. I'm, I really hate political, like I really hate political conversations and I avoid them like the plague. So um, I'm glad I can, like you know. Have this plague, which you could get over really quick. Apparently so, it's nothing, you know, people aren't dying from it or anything, but mm, sarcasm, whatever. Um, okay, so back to Darren for 2021. First of all, ultimately I feel by the end of 2021, there will be happiness. So that's good news. Um, and there's still some more work for you to do in, in regards to like the mindset of, oh man, 2021 is going to be hard. So it doesn't have to be hard for you, but there's some sort of a mindset where you're kind of setting yourself up for it to be hard based on your current experience. I get it because you're basing that off of what you see right now and what's going on around you. But that if you can like kind of look at that as it's not actual reality until it's actual reality for you, if that makes any sense. So that's why, you know, you always hear like, oh, life is an illusion or fear is an illusion or whatever, because we're looking outside instead of looking within. Um, you're, I'm so glad you're with Daniel. Cause I do feel like Daniel's going to keep you in line. So Daniel's not going anywhere. So that's the good news right now. This is a period for you to rest. And the thing is, is you are very cerebral. You're very creative and you're very cerebral. So you're kind of a unique pe person. I don't want to say, I don't want to lump everybody into like they're either cerebral or either creative, but there are some people who are equally both. And for you, this is a time for you to actually rest because I do feel like business is going to be ramping up for you in like mid to late 2021. So business is, you know, like good for you now, which is great, but I feel like it's going to, there's something that's going to happen that you're going to like be able to capitalize on and go even bigger. So 
for you to rest now and try not to be so cerebral and take everything on, which you know, you're doing and, and you do, Daniel will be able to like hold you like, you know, and ground you. But now is the time to rest. So if you can't, I'm not saying avoid work, right? don't avoid work. But if there are things that you can put off so that you can rest, that's what is being called for because t- mid to late 2021 is going to like be some, some good action for you. Family life is going to be super beautiful by the end of 2021. Um, what, I feel like there's an incoming family member in 2021. Are you aware of that? any of this? Do you know of any of this? I don't want any more kids. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to have kids. I mean, I, it, I have four and plus one grandbaby. She's the cutest, but they're by marriage. <laughs> yeah, but I'm, and that's how it can be is it can be by marriage or something, but it does feel like there's a family, even if it's like a little removed, I do feel like there's a family member or maybe someone you consider a family member. Um, it could even be getting another dog or another pet. So um, you're like, no, no. I'm like, yeah. I'm yeah. Well, you'll have to let me know by the end of 2021 if I'm right. But that's a question. Yeah. Are you pregnant, Terry? That would be a miracle. Okay. <laughs> I wanted to make sure. It would be immaculate conception. Oh, are we going through the portal? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus came by to visit the other day. Um, no, no, it's not. It's not. But you know, again, this is I'm predicting it and I could be wrong. I'm interpreting it. So again, it just feels like there's a family member or someone like a family member coming in, um, coming into you. Um, mostly when you're talking about calm, I feel like it calms down more towards the second half for you. So the first half is a bit bumpy. I do feel um, that I feel like you need to be resting your body more. So I don't know if you're getting enough sleep or, I mean, it feels like you need to rest your body more. Again, you're very cerebral. So there's a lot of that going on. Um, It's like planning for something that has, strategizing all the time. You're just strategizing. That's what it feels like. So I don't, and you know, the problem, this, this is where it gets to be a challenge because we're in COVID. So you can't do the things that you used to do that might calm you down or bring more joy into your life. But if like there is something outside. like go outside, like outside go to I mean, the mall, yeah, you don't like know. what's a social life anymore? Like I'm not even dating because it's like, I don't know. So, it's it's everything is just weird and it but it's circumstantial so you're not the only one but if there's a what you you need to find something to help you rest I would suggest meditation but you know like don't like no you know I don't know what are yeah actually <laughs> just the candle just Ryan, actually, you know what? That could work. I'll tell you why. Because I do suggest, because some, there are people who cannot, <laughs> like, like chemistry class, like eighth grade chemistry class. <laughs> what the hell is that? Is that a thermometer? No. Yeah. So you're just taking your temperature and stress relief. Is that what you're doing? 
What am I'm I missing? Hypochondriac. Oh, fuck me, man. I'm good. You're healthy. So two more, two minutes from now, you'll have to check again. But back to the candle thing, a a lot of people have a very hard time meditating because their body is just wanting to be active. And that's how I feel you are. So for you, lighting that candle, setting your alarm for three minutes, and then focusing just watching that candle dance, you're going to have thoughts in your head. But that Believe it or not, that will help like start training your brain to kind of come yeah, together. It's actually very good. Never thought of that. That's yeah, great. of course not. And and not only that, you're not making yourself like do something, you know, like clearing your mind. No, you're going to have the thoughts. You're not dead, but don't chase the thoughts. Just acknowledge them. Just be like, okay, yeah, I've got the thought, but I'm watching the flame dance. And if you want, you can play music in the background too. So you start off doing that for three minutes every day, five days in a row. Can you do that? Take off two days. Okay. And then the next week, just add by one minute. And what you're eventually doing is training your brain how to focus and how to get rid of those. Well, you'll never get rid of the thoughts. You're until you leave your earth suit and you're dead, you're always going to be thinking, right? Not just you, everybody. (laughs) Don't worry. You've got plenty of time. You've got plenty of time. It's not your time yet. You still have more to do. So, um, so that's what I would suggest for you as just like a way to just sort of start training your body and your mind to sort of calm down. Um, yeah, because there, what what is coming up is that you do need to rest your body more. Your our physical activity. What are you doing? Are you doing any physical activity? <laughs> up. Can you go for walks? I know it's outside, but can you go for walks? I would. Sure. <laughs> I we, we hold a lot in our body, like a I lot know. in our body. I know. I know. I need to get out more. I know. I can only just give you the information that I'm, you know, you do what you want to do. It's merely oh, a suggestion. Right. I mean, yeah. we are getting gym equipment here. Oh, good. Yeah. Oh, perfect. So do that. So you're going to be, that's going to help you work out this anxiety because it's just all that's happening is you have a lot of energy that's not going anywhere. Right. And so it's just going to accumulate into anxiety. As soon as you start doing some cardio or something, you're, you're going to redirect that energy and you're going to be just fine. I put the wine glass to my mouth. I literally, that's all I do. I'm sure you burn calories doing that. So anyways, that's what, that's, what's being called for, for you. Okay. Um, yes. 2021 towards the latter half will be more calm. Um, it feels more like, like you've had a lot of action this year, like with all the deaths and the diagnoses and all of that. I don't feel like that's going to continue. I just feel like the anxiety for you might continue. So I'm really glad that you are getting that physical for the equipment for your physical activity. So you're going to want to build up and make sure you sweat and make sure you're breathing heavy Okay. because the, you're going to be getting in oxygen and the oxygen molecule piggybacks on the blood, the blood cells, and that's going to go to your brain and you will be more clear. I'm not saying you're foggy, but I'm just saying like, it'll help with clearer thoughts. I have an oxygen monitor that's hanging on our door. So I checked that five. Oh my God. The best. I wasn't meaning to do that. People. I'm sorry. 
<laughs> no, but so there are oxygen issues. So, okay. See, so I'm channeling this shit. Like I didn't know, you know, but for me being a hypochondriac. And so literally we check it all the time. I'm like, <laughs> Do you guys compare your oxygen? That's so funny. Yeah. And That's funny. Looking lower and he gets like, oh, what? oh my gosh. Yeah. Well, you know, you're, you're, you are fine. You just need more physical activity to kind of break that up. And then, you know, teaching yourself how to focus three minutes a day you can do. Okay. That's your homework assignment. All right. But yeah, 2020, it's just some residual shit, um, but it doesn't feel as physical. It just feels more emotional and, and mental, but you can kind of bypass or redirect a lot of that by being physically active and, and doing this. And socially next spring, you'll start to also feel better because you can kind of like do more. So um, I'm really happy that you have a good partner because I really think he's, I don't know what you'd do without him. That's what's showing up. I, I do not know what you would do without him. So um, I love your path, how you got to him. It is, it's inspiring. Cause like maybe one day I'll have that same thing. So. And then I'll do your reading. And then you'll do my reading. Yeah. Okay. Darren, how can people find your stuff, buy your books, all the things? Where do they find you? I buy tears. <laughs> You're going to sell your tears? Is that what you just said? Yeah. Um, <laughs> people can go to Amazon, type in Tidal Wave Productions under books, ground there. They're also on Kindle, Nook, everywhere. Uh, TidalWaveComics.com. We are also on. All the social medias, Instagram, Twitter, all that fun, nasty places. <laughs> all the uh, place where illusion lives. <laughs> I just still can't figure out Pinterest and I can't figure out YouTube, which this will be on. So yeah. I I've I've rebranded my or I started branding my channel. So if you ever need somebody to help, I know somebody who and he's helping and is he's he's amazing. So when it's time for you, you know do all that i don't know how you would do it with your stuff but you'll figure it out yeah you'll figure it out darren thank you thank you thank you thank you for being on the portal i really appreciate you coming and embarrassing me and us laughing and having fun it's fabulous we come through the portal Wait. <laughs> come through the portal Check it out on YouTube, the <laughs> portal. Good Lord, good Lord. No, but you know what? On a serious note for just a, just a second, you have been through a lot of adversity. So I really do hope whoever's watching this can find some inspiration. I know personally, when I hear other people's stories of their success and how they got through really rough, hard times and they survived it and then they, they're not just surviving, they're thriving. It's inspirational to me. So I'm hoping that, you know, someone hears your story and is inspired and all the things. So thank you again. And everybody who is watching or listening or anything, thank you so much for all of your support. I really appreciate it. I learned so much from you guys and, um, you know, just stay connected. I'm not just feeding you bullshit. When I say stay connected, it, it is the human blueprint we are wired for connection so stay connected to your friends and family stay connected to yourself of course you can stay connected to me um darren wants to say i have to connected. do one thing so the yeah. one thing i would like to say is before terry would leave my house or <laughs> anytime we would say goodbye to each other she would say these one words to me and it just always made me happy will you say those words it'll be an honor the words are Lila Tov, which in Hebrew means good night.
And I used to say, buy you tough. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So I'm, I'll say Lila tough to everybody who's watching. How does that sound? But especially to you, Darren, I do. I'm, I appreciate it. So Lila tough, Darren. And I'll see everybody on the flip side. I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. Join me for future episodes and listen as more believers and non-believers share their paranormal and metaphysical stories and experiences. We'll take the mundane of being human and give you access to a compassionate, authentic, and entertaining approach towards spirituality, personal development, wellness, and the paranormal. Buckle up for the ride. If you love this podcast, be sure to subscribe and get updates about future episodes and join me on Instagram and Facebook at Intuitive Coach Terry for snippets and highlights. You can also find me on Patreon at Intuitive Coach Terry Huberman to see some features and special content.